We have a special guest joining us in studio this morning. He is the leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservative Party and a man who would like to have your vote on the upcoming election. Doug Ford is here. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, guys. Great to be here. Welcome back. Thank you. You haven't been here since the actual election campaign began. That's right. But you... I don't even know how you do it because I can see you in like one end of the province in the morning and then you're in Ottawa by that evening. Yeah, you know something, they do a great job on, on scheduling and getting me from point A to point B. And it's funny you say that because sometimes I wake up in the morning wondering what city I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are going to where I'm from, Cambridge today, which is pretty cool. Cambridge uh, Kitchener area, so that's cool. Yeah. Great people in Cambridge. Let's talk about... Well, let's start with yesterday and then work our way backwards yes. with stuff that's come up. You made an announcement yesterday that a lot of people raised an eyebrow at. You are going to lower the price of gas by 10 cents a liter. That's right. How are you going to do that? Is it a tax cut or how's that yeah, going to work? What it is, we're, we're paying uh, over probably 37, 38 cents just on tax. You know, the government just gouges people when it comes to uh, gasoline and we're going to uh, take 4.3 cents uh, from the cap and trade, which we're going to get rid of. And then the excise tax, the, the provincial uh, gas tax, we're going to take another 5.7 cents off that. And we're going to give relief to the taxpayers. Taxpayers are getting gouged every turn they get, no matter if it's the highest hydro uh, rates in North America, highest taxes. They have this carbon tax they want to pounding away uh, at us and all you have to do is look at the ndp government out in bc it uh, they've set a record in north america a dollar 60 a liter as sure as i'm sitting here god forbid the ndp or the liberals ever got in it'd be two dollars a liter by next summer uh, over this cap and trade and uh, the carbon tax now every time you cut taxes that's less money coming in for the government how do you replace that revenue? Well, or do you need to replace that revenue? Well, I, I, I believe we're going to drive efficiencies. First of all, the Auditor General, the Auditor General that had every roadblock put up in front of her with his government, she said, uh, with her basically her eyes closed, she found a billion dollars. Over four years, that's $4 billion. We're going to bring an outside auditing firm, one of the big uh, five auditing firms in there. They're going to go line item by line item and find efficiencies. What we won't do, we won't spend and waste $1.3 billion on the gas plants or another billion on, uh, or $8 billion on e-health, $8 billion over 14 years of wasted. And the orange scandal, they, they just have scandal after scandal after scandal. Pan Am Games went over $1.2 billion. So we're, we're going to make sure we watch every single penny uh, of the taxpayers' money. Okay, I'm glad we're talking about this because I see a lot of commercials lately. You can tell yes. your opposition is really going after you. Yeah, they are. A lot of commercials that say things like, Doug Ford is going to fire the nurses. Doug yeah. Ford's going to close half the hospitals. Yeah. Is that accurate? Or can you explain where that's coming from? Yeah, well, they're getting desperate, both the NDP and the Liberals. Uh, first of all, it was Kathleen Wynne that fired 1,600 nurses. We're going to need more nurses. We don't need less nurses. Uh, to make sure we reduce the wait times in, in hospitals. And uh, along with, uh, for instance, education, Kathleen Wynne closed a record. She set a record of over 600 schools she has closed. I don't believe in closing schools. So they, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. And uh, at the end of the day, we're going to respect the taxpayers. We're going to give people tax breaks uh, up to 20%. Uh, middle income earners from 40000 up to... 85,000, you're going to have 20% uh, 
reduction in your taxes. It's all about putting money back into the taxpayer's pocket because who can spend their money a lot wiser? The people out there or the government? And I believe the people, you put money in their pocket, they're going to stimulate the economy. We're what? Uh, three weeks away from the election now, right? Yes. I think it's three weeks. Three weeks. You lost a candidate yesterday with three weeks to go in Brampton yeah. East. What's yeah. going on there? Well, we found out that uh, there's some information uh, was released from the 407, not released uh, by by the 407, but there's a lot of shenanigans. We, we have zero tolerance for that. Absolutely zero tolerance. He's gone. We have another candidate in there. When you're dealing with, and that, that's all three parties, by the way. I know the NDP are dealing with a candidate and the Liberals are dealing with a candidate right now. And uh, you have 124 people. You have probably three to 4,000 volunteers. Uh, you're bound to, you know, one of them goes a, a little sideways, let's say. You're in a bit of a tricky spot because you're a Toronto guy. You yes. live in the city. In fact, yeah. you live around the corner from the radio station. Yes. So that's great. Yeah. But you have to appeal to all of Ontario. That's correct. When you go out to, say, Sarnia, London, yeah. uh, even Niagara Falls or up to Barrie, are, are are people worried that you're too Toronto? Or how do you make that reach out to the rest of the province? Well, not, not by the size of the crowds. We go into these places and they're packed. Standing room only. Uh, other politicians that are there, they say they've never seen it. This is a movement that's happening. It's a movement that I've never seen in 30 years of politics. It doesn't matter if you're a traditional NDP voter, traditional liberal voter, or you haven't voted. People are coming up to me and saying, I've been a liberal my whole life, we're voting for you. been an NDP my whole life, we're voting for you. And other people, I haven't voted. One guy, we're pulled over at the side of the road in Sudbury, and he came up and said, Doug, I haven't, I haven't voted in 55 years. People are ticked off. People are struggling to pay their hydro bills. They're struggling just to get ahead in life. And when you're paying over 50% of your income to the government, I call it the silent partner, and there's no payback there. Uh, People are sick and tired (laughs) of being gouged. Every time they stick their hand in their pocket, they have Kathleen Wynne's hand in one pocket. They stick their hand in their other pocket. They have Justin Trudeau. You have to, you know, you have to get ahead and put money back into the, the taxpayer's pocket. Okay, you're talking about meeting all sorts of people now across the province, as Scott mm-hmm. mentioned, that you've never been before. So what's the biggest misconception about you that you've heard? People ask you questions, and they're getting to know you. What's the number one thing that they question that you know isn't true? And they're obviously hearing this, and it's all wrong. Well, they're, they're hearing it from the opposition that we're going to cut this, cut that. It's just not, it's just not the facts. I, the difference between myself and the opposition, I have a proven track record of saving well over a billion dollars, one billion one hundred and sixty million for the taxpayers of Toronto. And it wasn't just me, it wasn't just Rob, it was Doug Holiday, Mike Delgrand, the whole team that, that saved the money. And uh, we're going to uh, make sure that uh, everyone becomes more prosperous than, than they were under the Liberal regime. There'll be huge opportunity. As I say, a new day will dawn in Ontario, a day of prosperity, a day of growth, and a day of opportunity the likes this province has never seen before, ever. How do you get the message out to those big multinational corporations that you want to bring to Ontario to set up? How do you get the word open to them that, and I'll use your word, Ontario's open for business? Yeah, so we were down in Niagara and I I had that big sign. We're going to continue putting these signs up right at the border telling people that Ontario's open for business. We've lost under this liberal regime 300,000 manufacturing jobs. But the message is out there. I I can assure you every corporation uh, and every business, small business, medium or large, can't wait till June the 7th. Okay. You're on a bus. You're yes. going all over the province. You're shaking yes. hands. You're in a different city each time of the day, really. Yes. You do morning Absolutely. here, afternoon there, evening there. 
What's on that bus? That thing looks pretty badass. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is, there yeah. Bed on, is there a bed on there? Because I'd imagine uh, you probably need a nap yeah, every now no, and they, again. They have uh, room. It's like a mobile office. They have uh, everything hooked up, the TV, the computers, the uh, fridge. They have everything. They have absolutely everything on that bus, and it's it's uh, it's great to travel in. And I want to give a shout-out to Abe, our driver. That guy's a champion. Abe. <laughs> right. He sounds like a good guy. Abe, I don't even know Abe. Oh, I like him. He's the best. Um, Doug, let me ask you a hard-hitting question here. Yeah. The royal wedding on Saturday. How much does Doug Ford care about it? Oh, I'm a huge monarchist. I love him. I yeah? love the royal family. So you'll be watching? Oh, I'll try to. If you can, with your road. busy schedule? Yeah, maybe on the bus we'll, we'll be watching. But I love the royal family, and I wish them all the best. And... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 big on on the roll. When when I have a picture of the Queen in my office, there you go. That says okay. everything. Okay. Uh, I saw that you took Mother's Day off from the campaign trail, yeah. and a lot of politicians won't take a day off during yeah. an election campaign. Yeah. Why did you opt to stay home that day? Well, I didn't really take the the day off per se. I spent time with our family, with my mom, and then uh, just got a lot of calls done. Had a few meetings. Uh, my meeting started that day at eight o'clock in the morning. So did I? Did I go out and? campaign no did i meet a tremendous amount of people i did and i brought my mother along with me by the way did some I of love the- that. why not it's see mother's that's day. nice so it's mother's day yeah. of course yeah that's really cool let me ask you about the debate because yes. the debate started off fairly civil and yeah. then it started to get a little heated yeah and i want to know what happened after the cameras went off before each of you went out to go into your individual press conferences was there any time where it was just you and kathleen or you and andrea and what was said to each other well, Does that heat carry Kathleen, over off camera? No, and that was my point about telling her she has a great smile. She comes up with this big smile, and I said, hey, Kathleen, you got a great smile, and she said, so do you. And then I guess the next debate, I, I said the same thing. I said, I still like your smile. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that got twisted around, That you know, whatever she twisted. But oh, uh, I was twisted it? No. All, all, I, all I was trying to say is, hey, politics is politics. After the debate, let's let's move forward and... Uh, politics is a vicious, vicious game. They will do and say anything to uh, to defeat you. And that's what I found out in the debate right away. They'll say anything. It doesn't even matter if it's the truth or not. It doesn't. <laughs> they, they were saying something. I'm thinking, okay, you, you guys you guys are lying about this. But I guess that's uh, provincial politics. They, uh, they'll come up and uh, accuse you of anything. One of the big stories that came out last week was the discussion of, I guess the question was asked to Andrea Horvath and to Kathleen Wynne about a potential coalition government if the PCs form a minority. And and nobody denied it at first. And then yeah. the next day, it, it, there was a quick panic to say, no, 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 there won't be a coalition. Would you ever enter the possibility of going into a coalition government with the third party if you win a don't win a minority government no we couldn't do that the ndp and liberal are the exact same party just two different faces they believe in increasing taxes and spending your money that's what it comes down to and and both of them prop each other up uh andy horvath propped up the liberals for 15 years uh, we want to save the taxpayers money and that's what we're going to do okay and again if you win on june 7th what is job one when you take over at Queen's Park? On the way down to Queen's Park, drop into Z103. And oh, okay. You guys. Well, sorry, the second thing. <laughs> right. That's the right answer, though. There you go. Will going uh, through gonna, the budget be the first yeah, priority? The, the first, first priority is uh, we'll, we'll look, look, look at the budget. Right now, we know they're cooking the books. Uh, and again, thanks to the Auditor General. Uh, what a great person she is. Uh, she found that they're cooking the books and they're being dishonest with the taxpayers. So they said that six and a half billion dollar deficit. It's actually closer to twelve billion, and that—that's what the Auditor General 
can find because they put roadblocks up for the the auditor general that she can't see all the the numbers. So when we get in there, we're, we're guesstimating fourteen, fifteen billion dollars that they've been hiding, uh, and that that's that's a shame. That's shameful. Do you ever look at the replies and comments on like your Instagram or Twitter and see some of the stuff that people say? Oh yeah, there's some wild stuff on Twitter. I'll, I'll tell you. Holy cow! It's like the yeah. Wild West. Sometimes. Oh, it's the Wild it's West. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you Twitter, can wake up just, in the morning and read some of those comments and not yeah. be like, I don't even feel like going out today now. <laughs> yeah, but as, as much as you have a few haters, you, you have a thousand uh, mm-hmm. lovers out there that just love you. And, and that's what keeps me going. It energizes me when we go to these rallies and, and people are so passionate. And uh, you know you're doing the right thing for them. Mm-hmm. They need help. They're in, they're in desperate need of help, uh, people out there. Okay. Doug Ford. Live at Z1035 Studios. Thank you very much Thank for coming you. in. It's always a pleasure. Is there a last-minute thing that you want to say to the voters if, by chance, this is the last time you happen to come in before the campaign? Well, we're going to have a clear choice between a tax-and-spend liberal and an NDP government that's been gouging you for the last 15 years. Both of them have. Or you have an opportunity to turn this province around, uh, create prosperity and growth and opportunity, reduce your hydro rates, reduce your personal taxes, re- make sure we have good-paying jobs, that's what we need to do. We have the smartest and brightest people right here in Ontario. They just need the opportunity, and we'll give them the opportunity, and we'll put more money back in their pocket instead of the government's. Did you get caught up in the whole Yanny Laurel thing yesterday? Did you hear it? No, what no, did you hear? no I heard. No, I, I was too busy out campaigning. I heard a little <laughs> bit about it. <laughs> so you're going to remain neutral on whether or not yeah. it was Yanny or, oh, or yeah. Laurel? Yeah, no, I'm staying neutral. <laughs> All right. Doug, thank you very much for coming okay. in. Thank you. Good luck. You will be in Cambridge later on and then a yeah. rally in Kitchener tonight. That's right. All right. Yeah. Doug thank Ford, you. everybody.